Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, DevOps Chat, and we're here with another great DevOps Chat. Today's chat's a little different for a couple of reasons. First of all, my guest is a very, very long time, did I say long time friend of mine, Rajat Bhargava. Raj, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thanks for having me, Alan. Hey man, thanks. And secondly, our our chat today is a little different. Rather than talking nuts and bolts of DevOps and, and that kind of stuff, we're going to talk about Raj's new book, along with his co-author, another friend of mine, Will Ehrman, uh, called The Startup Playbook. Raj, why don't you tell, I, I've known about the project for some time, but tell our audience, share with them, what what is The Startup Playbook? Why'd you write it? Well, The Startup Playbook is really our founder-to-founder conversation with other entrepreneurs. So we've seen so many books out there that are uh, from VCs. They might be from um, analysts. They might be from other folks out there. Um, But we felt that founders out there needed a book from us, from other founders, whether we wrote it, Will and I, or somebody else, we just felt like somebody had to kind of talk about kind of the tips, the secrets, the tribal knowledge, the stuff that we just you know, that we get by getting together and talking to other founders. Um, and we just felt like that was missing. And and we have these conversations with so many other founders on a daily basis because we mentor and advise and, and help support other founders. We just felt like we needed to write it down. It's kind of like the, you know, around the campfire, we have these so many of these conversations. We felt like we needed to write it down so that there was a place that other founders can go to to, to learn quickly. Yep. And, and just in way of full disclosure, you know, Raj, you and I have have worked together on at least uh, two or three companies, maybe more. But in way of background, you, you've actually founded, what, about eight companies now, starting when you were still back at uh, university at MIT, correct? Yeah, that's right. So it's probably now close to 10 um, that I've helped uh, start or started myself. And there's just a lot of mistakes that I've made and a lot of challenges that I've faced. And I wanted to share those. And Will, on the same, Will has probably started five different businesses. And um, he's got tremendous experience, tremendous knowledge. And we've both been through so many different things that we want to we wanna share those so that other people didn't have to go through the same pain that we went through. Yep. As we used to call it, the idiot tax, right? Um, but Raj, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. So our audience, you know, I don't know how many quote unquote entrepreneurs we have listening in, though I, I hope there are some. Our audience is made up of a lot of technical people. People, Raj, not that different, than, frankly, than you, right? Who have a great engineering background, kind of live breathe and, and die in, in today's technology. And I'm sure there's a big subset subset of them out there who maybe have a great idea, who see a hole in the market, who see a need in the market, have have something that they say can really maybe change the world and, and make a great company, but they just don't, they've never done it, right? They don't know how, where to start. And, you know, I, I know that's kind of who you were aiming for a lot in this book. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that, that persona, that kind of person. What's in the book for them? Well, this book is absolutely targeted directly at them. So um, in general, the, the book is a founder-to-founder conversation. And the founders we're really trying to target are those first-time founders, the folks that haven't been through it before. And they, like you said, they may not know 
all the steps that they need to go through. And they may not even know if founding a business is the right thing for them. So we actually start before you start a, a business in the book. We start about whether this is the right thing for you to do, for you, for your family, um, for you as a person, just is founding a company the right thing for you? Uh, we, we start there. Um, it's, so it's, it's from the ground up and we build up from there. And I think the, our belief is, you know, we're biased because both Will and I were engineers um, by, by educational background. We, we think some of the greatest businesses are started by engineers, by technical folks. So we love when technical folks bring ideas forward and, and we think they can change the world. And the challenge is that the idea is just not good enough. Um, ideas are unfortunately or fortunately, either way you look at it, they're kind of a dime a dozen. And it isn't the idea that's so differentiating. It's all of the other work that you do around the idea that makes it differentiating and that makes a successful business. And that's a lot of what we talk about in the book is that the idea really just isn't enough. It's a seed. It's a, it's a kernel. It's where you start, but it's, it's just the beginning. And, and it's a long, long journey. Um, but a great idea is a, is a wonderful place to start. Even a, an okay idea is a great place to start because you can iterate on it and you can improve it. You can make it much better. And then a lot of the stuff that you do around that idea is what differentiates you and helps make you successful. So for your audience, for technical folks um, who have an idea, we think that's fantastic. That's a wonderful, wonderful base to start with to build a business. Yep. You know, there's a lot in there, Raj. I want to highlight a few few things. First of all, it, it's true whether you you have a job or you're starting your own company, but don't underestimate that when you go to start, become a founder, that it doesn't just affect you, right? It affects your family, your loved ones, your significant others, and what have you. Because I've never met anyone who is successful with a half-hearted attempt, right, to, to start a company or to start a business or to nurture an idea like that, to nurture a, a business. It, to me, it's either you're all in or you're out. And and Absolutely, yeah. You know, and, and that's one thing I think people need to uh, think. Let me also hit on one other thing, and that is, you know, what when you speak to people, and, and you've spoken to more than me, but I've spoken to my share, you know, what's the biggest thing holding people back when, you know, if you if, if I took a poll, Raj, and said, hey, who would like to start their own company, be their own boss, and make a lot of money and be successful? Very few people are not, you know are going to keep their hands down. Everyone wants to do that. What stops people from doing that? Well, number one, it's a little bit of fear of the unknown having never done it. But number two, you know, the, the biggest thing I hear from people is, my God, I, I don't have the money to get there. What am I going to do until my company makes enough money? How do I, how do I bridge, right, from having a job with a steady income that keeps the lights on to the time where my my startup is is enough for me to support myself, right? I, I think that's probably the single most scariest thing for first-time founders. What do you think? You know, I think you're right. I think there's absolutely the fear of the unknown and fear of failure, um, yeah. which, by the way, nine out of 10 startups, according to the research, fail. 
which we actually think is low. <laughs> we yeah. probably think it's closer to 95 out of 100, maybe even 97 out of 100. So uh, very, very few companies succeed long-term. And, and the ones that are breakout successes that we hear about in the media are few, few, few and far between. It's, it's so few of, uh, of the ones that start. I think the second point is such an important point, which is how do I, how do I go start this business when you know, I need money to live on and there's no cash coming in at the beginning? Well, that is a very, very hard problem. The good news is there are so many solutions to it, um, but some of it is a leap of faith too. Um, the, the thing I would start with is there is so much prep work that needs to happen before you launch a business. That is where we spent a tremendous amount of time in the book talking about how do you vet your idea. And that doesn't have to happen um, only with you quitting your day job and, and going and working on it. Some, some portions of that at some point you may need to do um, full time, but you can do a tremendous amount of research of vetting your idea of building your plans, of figuring out whether this concept that you have can be really truly built into a business. And we encourage people to spend an inordinate amount of time at the beginning going and doing that. Because if you build the right foundation at the beginning, you've got a shot at making it successful. If you start with a very shaky foundation, those cracks are gonna get exposed very fast and the chances of you succeeding go down dramatically. So. Even, even if you need that job, even if you need that income coming in, there's still a lot you can do to build, build out your concept and build out your business, even before you take the plunge. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, Raj, if we take that as, okay, that's one tip for, you know, prospective first-time entrepreneur founders, because we're running low on time, give me give – me three or four others, if you can, maybe a top five of, of sure. what a first time founder should, you know, really, really like idiot tax saving tips here that they can really rely on. Sure. I'll, I'll give you three. And, okay. and the first one is, is the, the one we just talked about, but I'll, I'll expand it. So um, I think completely vetting your idea before you really go all in is, is so critical. So that includes things like the value prop, the target customer? How can you build a team or who is the team? Um, can you actually build the product or service that you're proposing? Can you differentiate it in the market? How are you going to go get customers? How can you make money? Can you can you raise to, to support yourself? All of those things are part of what we call sort of vetting, vetting your idea. And the more you can vet the idea from the beginning, the more solid of a foundation you have. So that's sort of tip number one is completely vet your idea. Tip number two is, you know, build a team around you. So people think that um, starting a company could be just a single founder, especially as an engineer or a technical person. You might say, hey, I've got this great idea. Why do I need to have another co-founder until later? Well, we encourage you to get other co-founders right out of the gate. At least one, if not two, um, it's critical that you have some people who are side by side with you as you go through this journey. And it's find people who have different perspectives, but that you can really work with. It's one of the most important relationships that you'll have in the business. And then the third thing is find mentors, advisors, board members, people that have done it before that you can learn from. There is nothing like saving yourself time, mistakes, uh, 
challenges, problems by hearing advice from others. You have to be open to it, but if you're open to it, you can you can really sort of accelerate the progress of the business. So those are three quick tips that I would say are are things that you know a first-time founder ought to think about really hard. Yeah, I, I, and those are three good ones too. I'm sure the book is chock full of more of them. Raj, let me let me throw you a little bit of a curveball. In addition to wanting to start businesses because they see needs in the market, can't tell you how many engineers and and technical folks I speak to that would like to write a book, right? And again, I don't know what stops them. Many do cross that chasm, right, and, and write a book. Many don't. Uh, for people who maybe don't want to start a business today, but do want to write a book, and and most of them are not novels, right? They're sort of much like Founder's Playbook, uh, nonfiction kind of books. What advice can you give to you know budding or prospective authors out there? You know, I I think the thing it's different for everybody, but the thing that I think helped Will and I the most was we just broke it down into a little bit of time every single day. So when I, when I initially wrote the first draft of the book, I had a target of a thousand words a day and which isn't a lot as, as you know, Alan, right? You can write a thousand words probably in about 30 minutes. So it's really not that much time, but if you plug away at that for 90 days for just one quarter, you and the typical typical book is really more like forty five thousand words. So, if you did it for ninety days, you've got a thousand words, and you can throw away half of those words because and still have a book, and still have a book, or you could have two books, right? So, um, I think that's the biggest thing is just don't try and do it all in one sitting because you can't. It doesn't. That's not the way it happens. You need to just chunk it up and do a little bit at a time. And in my case, what I did is I just started writing. I didn't even really have too much of an outline. Um, I just started writing a thousand words a day. And then we took that and we started formulating that into a book. So we threw out tons of it. We rewrote, rewrote it a couple of times. Um, there's just a tremendous amount of editing work, but the editing work turns out to be a lot easier, or at least it feels easier. It probably isn't easier um, because you already have something down. It's sort of the blank sheet of paper that's really daunting. But if you say, I have a blank sheet of paper today and I only need to write a thousand words. That's not that bad. You can get there. Sounds like an agile methodology to authoring a book. You're doing it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do a sprint a day. Yeah, that sounds cool. A little scrub meeting in the morning. Well, Raj, yeah. we're about out of time here, but for, for our audience who maybe are interested in taking a look at Founders Playbook, I know you guys are offering sort of an introductory or launch, you know, as the book goes to launch special. Where where can we get some information here? Yep. So you can go to the startup or to startup-playbook.com. Um, and you can also go to Amazon and just search the startup playbook. And it is 99 cents for the Kindle version for the first week or so. Um, that'll come up on uh, Monday, uh, the 19th of uh, February and it'll be 99 cents for a week. So um, we've tried to make it really accessible for everybody. Um, we really just want to get the knowledge and the content out into the founder's hands. So um, startup-playbook.com or look on Amazon, uh, the startup playbook. Yep. And then Raj, beyond the book itself, I know you and Will have plans to kind of try to nurture a community here with that and 
if people have questions, is there places on, on the website where maybe they could ask and stuff? Yep, absolutely. You can reach us on uh, Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn. So um, if you go to the website, uh, there's links to all of that. Um, you can reach out to us pretty easily. You can find us and, um, and we'd be happy to engage and, and chat with you. Sounds great. Hey, Raj, I know this was a labor of love, but it was nevertheless a labor and a long time coming for both you and Will. So congratulations on the launch of the book, the, uh, the Founders Playbook. And um, you know what? We, we will keep, it, we'll keep an, an eye on it and watch it. And, and I hope some of our listeners out here, go check it out. Don't, you know, the only thing you have to fear is fear itself. Go, if you've got a great idea, the world's waiting. And, and you can make it happen. Uh, Roger Bhargava, my friend, as well as author of the Founders Playbook, thanks for being this episode's guest on DevOps Chat. Thanks for having me, Al. All righty. This is Alan Schimmel. We'll see you soon on the next DevOps Chat. <laughs>